Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to Hustle and Flows. I am your host, Marcus the Game Changer. I'm here with my man, Sekou. Uh This is uh, part of the RSG family. Uh, this 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 segment of the RSG world, uh, we break down hip hop, music, um, sports, and all the other things culturally that are going on in the world. Um, I got my man Seiko in the house. Uh, September, busy time for both of us. Uh, yeah. Good to get each other nailed down and get a, a pod in. <laughs> um, things kind of started off slow to start this year, uh, yep. 2019. But about the last two or three months, things have picked up a little bit. So we felt like we needed to get on here and. And give you some, uh, give you something to rock with over the uh, as you as you head into the winter and the in the fall and in, in the colder part of the year. Fourth quarter is coming. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, so, how you been doing, bro? I've been good. Summer was uh, unexpectedly busy. Um, the spring, sports-wise, almost killed me. It almost killed me. But uh, I'm here. I- I'm I'm ready. Giants about to start things out. Odell less Giants. My 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 Knicks who have you know they are what they're going to be, and uh, we're just gonna <laughs> clean slate. And I'm just Daniel Jones, and and uh, that's it. So I'm I'm on the positive. I I was in a dark place come like June, but uh, I'm good now. You know what, man? I'm I'm a bad I'm a bad friend. I should have checked I should have checked up on you, man. My fault. <laughs> I was I was scrolling through messages and I was like, yeah, yeah, these these my RSG family just were like, I think I think Phil hit me up like, yo, what what are the Giants doing? <laughs> and I was like, I yeah, I don't know, but thanks. <laughs> yeah, sometimes it's like one of those situations where you don't really want to call attention to it, so you just kind of like, I'm just gonna let, I'm just gonna act like I don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> and hopefully, you know, hopefully that friend that's really invested is just going to, like, be happy that I didn't say anything at all. <laughs> I do, because there were a lot of people who called me up talking smack. So I, I silence is actually the preferred. Just let me mourn alone. But, uh, but like I yeah, said, new day. Yeah, because you got to have that, that conversation and rehash and open the wound up again. And so, yeah. <laughs> I don't ever think I've been gut punched by Bleacher Report successively in a month i mean it was it was bad it was bad it was, was rough. a bad yeah, place it was rough yeah but we're like we turned new leaf september i'm here bro so uh and we got a lot of music thankfully i guess it also happened while there was like no music coming out so all i had to do was just be on <laughs> yeah. twitter and relive oh can we get ad are we not gonna oh no are we getting zion no that's not and i, I had nothing nothing to distract me so now, yeah. now I'm great. And then you watch the dude sign with the team across the way. <laughs> All right. See, I I, I, here I am thinking we're, we were just going <laughs> to let that go. But, yeah, it's it's all right. I, I'll even say this. I, I don't think I've ever 
that was the worst because so my son's favorite player in the world is Kevin Durant. And he mm. went to UT, mm. so I've been like, UT, we're just getting the Durant UT stuff. Because he started doing the I'm rooting for Golden State thing, and I was like, we, that just, that can't happen. I have to I have to put you out right. of the house. Right. So this summer, I was like, all right, we get KD on the Knicks, and the house is whole again. Right? Like, we're good. He can root for his yeah. favorite player without having to, like, sneak it under his breath. And so for him to go to the Nets, really, I was just like, we just have to pretend he... Him being injured is unfortunate for him, but it's probably going to save my household because uh, I, I'm not ready to have my son be a Nets fan. I don't think I'll ever be ready, but I'm definitely not ready now. So, yeah. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Like I said, dark <laughs> times, dark times. Let's talk about dark some music. Time. How, how yeah, are you let's doing? Do let's do that. Let's do that. So, yeah, I'm all right, man. The, the Bucks, the Bucks did okay. Um, you know, I don't really, I'm not really following football at this point in my life, but um, the Bucks are good, and the NBA is so fun to watch. And I mean, just all the off-season stuff was just bananas and bonkers. So that was super enjoyable, um, and that tied me over. And then Freddie Gibbs dropped, and yeah. then I was good. Um, I was good for a long time. Um, so that's what we're gonna get into. We're yeah. going into the fourth quarter of the year. And we kind of want to set up just kind of what's been good. Um, so we're each going to go through our top three um, albums of the first three quarters of the year thus far. Um, and again, basically quarter two and quarter one and quarter two were kind of duds. Um, yep. Not anything of note for me, for sure, until Gibbs dropped in, in uh, June, July. So that, that kind of things didn't get going until July. You know, it was kind of one of those type of situations. So no love for El Capo, Jim Jones. No love for uh, Kevin Gates. Only the nope. generals gone understand. Nope. Yeah, nah, man. Nah, didn't, I don't didn't move the needle. <laughs> I guess I'm not a general. <laughs> I guess I'm not a general. <laughs> okay, I just wanted to check. I mean, I'm the same way. Did not move like, the needle man. at all. Okay. Yeah. All right. Number yeah, I three. Did not move the needle at all. So yeah, you're number three. What you got? Um, so I've, uh, I've gone back and forth on this, but I think my number three is going to be, uh, Crit. Um, the Big Crit album, Crit, Crit is here. Um, I think that was for me, number three. Um, I'll real quickly kind of run it down. I mean, so he's a guy I've always been nervous when I hear the new album out because I never know if it's going to be what I expect. I I hold him in high regard. So is he going to eclipse expectation or is he going to just be doing his artist thing and kind of discovering a new sound and a new bass line and just leaving us all behind, leaving the listener behind? Uh, This one, I felt like he was was there with me the whole time. Um, The songs I thought were well thought out. It felt like a coherent album, maybe a bit too long. Um, but I, I think he more than made up for just being entertaining. I never, you know, some, something I listen to and sometimes I'll forget I'm listening to it. This one would always bring me back with certain, with certain tracks. So I put crit as number three. Okay. All right. And that one is also on my list. I have uh crit is here at number two. Uh, for me, and I will just since we're talking about it, I'll just go ahead and give my 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 take on it. Uh, yep. I'm, I I I've shared I share a very similar sentiment as far as Crit Crit came out guns blazing with me, man. 
Um, mm-hmm. I was into, you know, Crit was here, you know, yeah. Return to Forever. I was in. Yep. Like he got he got me hooked with those two, and then, and then it started to get like, uh, uh yeah. he, you know, he dropped a couple. Of, I'm like, I'm just gonna listen to Return to Forever again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm listening to old I'm just stuff. Listening uh-huh. to that one again. I like that Crit. Um, and then you know, he got to live from the underground was all right. Catalactica was all right. Um, mm. All of my life was E. Forever mm. is a mighty long time was better, and I appreciated mm-hmm. that one. Um, and then the one after that, the little EP that he dropped was okay. Yeah. And then when Crit was Crit is here came out, I just looked at it for like three days and like, do I want to listen to this? Because <laughs> I was at I was at that tipping point where I was like, if this is shaky, I'm kind of out on Crit. I might be like, out. And do you I want do I want to be at that point yet? Because <laughs> we were talking about comments, we were talking about comments yeah. off air and how like you know it got to a point where about. Four albums ago, I was like, "Yeah, I don't want to ever hear another song from you again." <laughs> yeah, which, <laughs> and that's which kind of is a sad, a sad thing. Yeah. Yes, yes, but you know, we get there with certain artists. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, I actually don't want to hear you rap anymore, man, and that's okay. Um, yep. But I was at that tipping point with Crit, and man, he saved himself in a big way with this one. Um, yeah. I mean, just top to bottom, the the cohesiveness of it, he's seem to have found his groove again as far mm-hmm. as the levity and just the uh down to earth style that he has. Um yep. while still being, you know, street but still being thoughtful, thought provoking, um, switching up his flows, different types of uh soundscapes he was on. I mean I just I just dug it. I dug it um all the way through. I do think it does get a little long, um, but there are lots of joints on here. Um, and my favorite ones are the ones where he is more introspective. Um, mm-hmm. Those are the ones that hit me the hardest on this one, just because it was a very uh, self-assured introspection. You know, it wasn't like yeah. he was shaky about who he was. He kind of knew who he was. And he kind of understands his priorities. And that comes through and really shines through a lot on this album. And so I really dig it. Um yeah, I, I I like it a lot. So it came in at number two for me. What was your right. number two? Well, I, can I do my number three? Yeah, yeah, let's hear your number three. So my number three is a recent release, and it's Rhapsody's Eve. Um, and really ambitious on her part, um, and I applaud her for that. Lyrically, she's pretty much always on point as far as her lyrics um, and her yeah. flows. Um, I've, I've really enjoyed this one. Um, just the thematic pieces of it um, and the way she's incorporated, you know, themes that are related to strong women that she admires, right? And I Correct. appreciate that, and I can dig that. Um, and I thought she did it in clever ways in which she, you know, incorporated, like, the title of the song and connected the title of the song or the woman that she titled the song after to the actual song was very clever, mm-hmm. and it took some thinking and piecing together. So I appreciated that. Um where it doesn't get like that, like super super gold star for me is that like she still has to grow as a songwriter, um, mm. and just making like bangers. Um, yep. And the album is very J Cole ish in that it is very good. I can listen to it all the way through. I can enjoy yep. it, but it's like it's like a big meal. You know what I'm saying? It's like heavy, mm-hmm. and afterwards I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm full. That was good. Yeah. Full. 
Um, yep. And I don't want no more. Um, and so that was my take on, on, on that album. But I, I dig it. I enjoy it. I like the concept of it. And it's fairly well executed. I think she could have taken it to another level. Like I saw Jamel Hill said it was like the hip-hop um, Lemonade. Um, I, and I wouldn't yeah. go that far because when you play Lemonade, Lemonade has hits. Yeah. <laughs> it's very yeah. thought-provoking and the content is very good, but it's got hits. <laughs> like yeah. it's got songs that are like, this could be the single on like three other people's albums. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. this could be the lead single, right? This could be your best yep. song. And this is like my fifth best song. That's correct. That's lemonade, right? And so this is not that where it doesn't have like hits. Um, so that's where I kind of take a step back from some of the praise and ad- adulation that the album has been getting. Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that, that one comes in at number three for me. So I'm glad you, you did this because this would have been my honorable mention because this was behind. I was going back and forth between Crit and Eve for my number three spot. So I love, I love Rhapsody, um, pretty much all her stuff. And so this one, there was a lot of buildup. And so I was like, all right, man, this is this is gonna be her blueprint. Like this is, you know, the way it was kind of being built up. And then even the um, the single, which might be my favorite Rhapsody song in a long time, the Biddy Hodge with uh, Jizza and D'Angelo singing the uh, Liquid Swords uh, oh, yeah. verse. I think that song is just amazing. So I was like, I had yeah. to build up that single drops. I was like, yo, this really might be it. And so I went in with really high expectations and it was good. I was not, like you said, it didn't have the three or four songs that I said, these are songs that five, six years from now, I will have to be listening to, right? Like I'll have to kind of do it. It Bidi Hajj might be one because I just like it that much, but there were really good ones. You have to listen really closely and um, she's such a lyricist. She's got the, you know, the double entendres and the wordplay, and it's good, but it is, it's almost as if it's missing like one or two, just just play with the beat, make it light, make it happy, you know, make it extra catchy. Just show me you can do it. And I, I think she can, but maybe she just doesn't want to, or because she was trying to weave together something that was more than just an album, like the concept album, she felt like, no, each one of these things has to be really heavy and meaningful. And maybe that weighed the album down a bit, but um, it's, it's going to win a Grammy. Like without a doubt, it's going to win a Grammy because I, I don't think anyone's ever done an album like this. Like it's groundbreaking, right? For a female artist to come out and say, I'm going to write an album for women and men, but going to be unapologetically, feminine and strong and do it with you know with with excellence and so that in that way i think this is going to be something that people kind of put on not on a pedestal but use as an exemplar even if it might in the end of the day not end up being her best album it's going to be the one i think that people will at least refer to the most because it was you know a vision that was executed so I'm glad you mentioned that. I, I wanted to say that that bit. Um, it sounds like we're down on it, but really, I really liked it, and I wanted to like it more. And maybe if I listen to it more, it'll happen. But normally, these things hit you. If something's a classic, you listen to it the first time, and you're like, I want to hear that again immediately. This one I listened to and was like, that was good. I think I'm going to go listen to something else now. 
right? Just And maybe it's the heaviness of it, but that's kind of how I felt afterwards. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. I I, I definitely am. Um, that is exactly kind of my sentiment um, with that one. You want to jump okay. to your number two? All right, number two, uh, and this may surprise you, but it's uh, it's Gibbs. So I have him at number two uh, for Bandana. Um, I think I have no doubt this is going to be on your list, maybe a little higher. Uh, but um, let's see. This is probably the first Gibbs album I really listened to from beginning to end. And it was off a recommendation. I've heard songs of his. I mean, like, this is good. But then I've heard other songs where I was like, I'm unimpressed. But um, Mad Lib is, uh, I mean, he's just a genius. And he's he's kind of a mad genius, right? He's out there. And um, Gibbs seems to be one of the few rappers that I think can really take Mad Lib's production and make it into a tangible kind of series of songs that you understand what they're about. Even when he cuts to a an interlude in the middle of the track, gives like, okay, I got something for this, and then I'll come back and do a verse after. Um, and so I, I really, really like this album. I mean, I listened to this thing nonstop for a while, and then I put it down with some other stuff. But even coming back to it in the last week or so in prepping for this, there were a couple songs where I was like, man, he's um, he's he's versatile, right? His flow, and some of it, I, I, I felt like I was listening to old boot camp click. Sometimes I'm, I feel like I'm listening to Big Boy. Sometimes I feel like I'm listening to Bone Thugs. And I was like, this is one guy doing all these different songs, all these different flows. It's, it's impressive. So I, I really was like, all right, I have to start to check for this guy's stuff from now on. Yeah, and, and Gibbs, Gibbs is at my, Bandana is at my one. Gibbs and Mad Lib. Uh, Mad Gibbs, how you want to put it, uh, that is my, uh, they are at my number one spot um, for me. Um, so I'll just go ahead and jump there. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, this this one, and again, I, I, I as soon as I, I listened to it twice and I was like, I got to feel cool about this. I jumped in the little, <laughs> the little uh, group group chat that we got going on. And hit, like, hey, Gibbs just dropped the best album <laughs> Yeah, actually, it was you. Um, it was your recommendation that got me to listen to. It. I was like, really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've been, I've been, I've been into Freddie Gibbs. Um, you know, he's from Gary, so that's like, you know, I'm a Chicago mm-hmm. kid at heart. So, you know, mm-hmm. that's that's right in my wheelhouse. And you know, he kind of has a has a good following around these parts. And so, I've been in on him since the early days. Mm-hmm. Um, going back, you know, way back to like, you know. Um, going to Highway to Hell, you know, one of his first joints back in the day. And you could just tell he had potential. He just needed to find that right balance. Um, And he's had moments where he's really had some really shining moments and you can hear it, but then those moments have been covered in dirt a lot of times. Just clutter. I wouldn't say dirt, but just (laughs) clutter and other filler filler that kind of get in the way of really him finding himself. And on this one, I felt like he really kind of found his groove. Um, and it is just, I mean, sonically Mad Lib provided just like the perfect, um, the perfect backdrop for him to really kind of do his thing. Um, Mad Lib is super versatile, um, and versatile in a different way where he can do a lot of things. Um, and sometimes those things don't always fit with what, you know, 
with what the artist maybe wants to do in that moment. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But again, but again, Gibbs is so you know so flexible and versatile. He can rock with it. Um, but there is a common element of just like a, a gangster undercurrent with both of them, just like a yeah. hard, gritty undercurrent with both of them. And I think that's the common ground that they stand on, even though they're kind of divergent stylistically, um, is that just there's a grittiness and, and a rawness and a ruggedness to what both of them do. And I think that is really what comes out and what pulls this whole thing together is that each track just has, a ruggedness that just fits Gibbs so well. Um, And, you know, again, my favorite line of the whole album is on massage seats. Whipping Earl Simmons, Mm -hmm. all my dogs eat. Golden State (laughs) Sarasa, my garage deep. Man, when he said that, I pressed pause. (laughs) I was like, I love that line. It's not the deepest line in the world. It's just dope. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I will slip that into conversation with my wife like she'll ask me a question I'd be like you know whipping Earl Simmons all my dogs go to take the roster my garage deep <laughs> just slipping into conversation it just works so well <laughs> she just shake your head you do that too all right more like what are you talking about yeah yeah like, never she, mind. yeah she just never going mind. on she's just like stop doing that uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to actually talk to you <laughs> I'm trying to have an adult conversation with you you're being 17 <laughs> But yeah, so what's your nah, favorite? Uh, just, what's your favorite track? Massage seats. I really. That's like the one I like. The the sparseness of it, the beat, and just okay. how how Gibbs rocks it. Um, Giannis, obviously. You know, I enjoyed that when I saw his nickname Giannis. When the name of the track was Giannis, I was like, okay, this better be good. Um, yes. And it had Anderson <laughs> Pac on it, and so like that. Yes. That's already you already got my attention there. Um, so yeah. I enjoyed that one, and then Crime Pays. Um, I like that yeah. one a lot. So um, those are the right. ones that really stood out to me. But Massage Seats is my go-to off of this album. That song, is that's the kind of song that gets me in that zone where I need to be, when I need to be productive, when I need to get into that mode of like, all right, you need to knock out some, you need, you need to knock out a couple of pages in a playbook or, you know, you got, mm-hmm. you, you got a presentation you got to put together the next, you know, for the staff or something the next day. That's kind of what I go mm-hmm. to, just to, you know, mm-hmm. get me in that space to, to, to get into it. So. What was your number one? So my number one is also recent, is uh, May the Lord Watch, Little Brother. So this was uh, uh, Little Brother coming back. This kind of came out of nowhere for me, at least. I thought we'll never see them or hear them, you know, together again. Um, So Ninth isn't on this, but Crisis is on it. So we still got the Soul Council production. And I just think it's truly amazing that you can have two guys that pretty much, I mean, I don't think they've been on anything in six years, seven years, maybe even longer. And they came, they came back together as, without skipping a beat. I mean, it really might have been, they might be the closest. I mean, they call themselves Little Brother, being the Little Brother to a Tribe Called Quest. They might be the closest thing we have where you have two guys that can go off, do their own thing for five, six, seven years, then come back and immediately they're a group again, right? And so uh, Fonte is still, to me, one of the best rappers, you know, out there. Just He's got the wordplay, but he's also clever and he's got flows and all that. And, and Big Pooh is, just knows how to compliment him well haven't heard them both individually to hear them go back and forth so effortlessly. Uh, the skits 
are legitimately hysterical. Like, I laughed out yes. loud, like, listening yes. to them. People are like, what are you laughing? I'm like, yo, I can't even go <laughs> into it. First miracles just died. First miracles just died. I was like, what he did, the producer one with Quest Love, I yes. was like, yes. these dudes are stupid. Um, and so <laughs> an album that makes me laugh and nods my head and the beats are great, um, this just it might be the nostalgia creeping in, but I just remember first listening to Little Brother and, and seeing them when they were touring and they were kind of just trying to make it and being like, these guys are gonna make it. These guys are gonna. Make it. And now to see it kind of come full circle, I I could it, I had to force myself to stop listening to this to listen to Rhapsody because I was like I have to listen to Rhapsody, but this dropped like a week before. But um yeah yeah R.I.P. Percy Miracle, Blackness. Um, all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, uh, the little brother made the Lord watch. That's that's my favorite uh, for thus far for 2019. And you know what, man? I I I'm with you. I I love this album. Um, the one thing I was gonna put it in my honorable mention, but I figured you might have it in yours, and so I wanted to try. I knew we were probably gonna both be Gibbs and Crit. And so then I was yeah. like, okay, where might he not go so we could get a little bit of a range? So I didn't include it in my honorable mention, but it's definitely one that I keep going back to, and I would have put it in my honorable mention um, for sure. Um, it's because it's right there in my top five. These There's five albums that I'm playing a lot right now, um, and it's yeah. one of them. Um, but the skits, like I remember when I first opened it up, and I'm like, I'm, I just kind of flipped through and saw how many, like, tracks it was and it looks like yeah. a lot when you yep. look at it and so then I looked at the runtime and I'm like 37 minutes wait a minute this is like 15 <laughs> tracks <laughs> yeah. it's a bunch of two minute songs and so yep. then I started yep. I just played it I just put it on and started playing I was like oh okay I get it now um, but yeah the skits are hilarious Roy Lee hilarious but the thing I appreciate is the growth um, yeah. and the yeah. evolution and, you know, again, Fonte just had to come back and remind us how dope he is. I mean, for me, he had the line of, like, just the, the times right now for me. And that was, mm-hmm. you know, where he said, well-oiled machines don't grind. And that was mm-hmm. just like, you know what? That brother's right. Everybody's mm-hmm. out here talking about grinding. If you're taking care <laughs> of business and you're taking care of yourself, you ain't grinding. Yep. Because well, well, machines don't grind, and that just that just man, that just was like, bam, that's that's it right there. That's what you want to shoot for. Like you don't want to be out here grinding. You want to be just kind of exactly. doing your thing. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, that both of those guys really coming back and, and doing their thing, and they were at that place too for me where I was like, if I don't ever hear another little brother song, I'm okay with it because it's mm-hmm. not gonna be what it was. You know yep. what I mean? Like left back, I don't even think I ever listened to. Um, I just kind of didn't even. I was like, "This has gotten yep. way too far away from what I what I enjoyed about them." I just kind of yep. left it alone there. The minstrel show was good for me. The listening yep. is something that I still listen to now. Oh, like man. I still listen to the listening now. Um, Easy. And I actually and I, I had to go back me. and listen to it <laughs> after mm-hmm. the <laughs> Yeah, because I was like, I do want to hear you. You forgot. I forgot how much I laughed listening to like listening when they started the UBN. And uh, five dollar fashion show. Like I was like these these are mm-hmm. like throwback skits. I was like these guys should be writing 
on some TV yes. show or something like that. So, yeah, yes. uh, Get they, Back was the last one, and that was 07, right? So it's 12 yeah. years pretty much. Yeah. That's crazy. They don't even look yeah. the same. I'm looking at two covers now, and I'm like, you, you wouldn't, you'd be like, oh, is this their their uncle made a new album <laughs> from the Get Back cover? But not, it is uh, like uncle rap though. That's not a cat. Yeah. That's not a genre yet, but it's like uncle rap. You know what I mean? Like, Are we coining this? Straight up, is in. this a Marcus coining? Uh, uncle rap. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, it is, it is like top shelf uncle rap though. This is like, you know. Back room, we only give this to our top customers, Uncle Rap. Uh, yeah. it, it is it is mature at the same time that it is, like, uh, you know, self-deprecating, but also self-reflective, um, but yeah. also, like, very lyrical, um, mm-hmm. enjoyable, easy to listen to, um, easy to digest. Like, this was, like, I mean, if Rhapsody's album was, like, a big meal, this mm-hmm. was, like, Popeye's. Spicy chicken sandwich. Oh, wow, <laughs> wow! Well, it was. I haven't like, even had it, it yet, and, and I, I still was, understand it. Yes, <laughs> it was quick. It, it, it was. It's delicious. It's quick. It's gone, and you're like, man, I might need to get another one of those. <laughs> Wait a minute. Have you had this chicken sandwich? I've had two. You've had two, okay, I've had two. and yeah, what's, so I what's got one the... with the wife, and then I have a daughter okay. who's twenty-two, and she was like, "Well, y'all can't get one without me." So my wife was like, "I don't need another one." I was like, "Well, if you're gonna get another one, might as well get two. So get me one." <laughs> Wait, you did like back so to back, like you went? It was like came home. Oh, within a couple of days. Is it an yeah, ordeal? Is there like lines? Got... It, it, it's a real. It, it was a real deal, man. It really was. Like I. So, like, I used to work at a middle school on the south side of Madison, and there was a Popeye's, like, up the street from the middle school because it's on the black side. It was in the black neighborhood. Um, so there's mm-hmm. Popeye's over there. Um, so mm-hmm. I used to frequent Popeye's quite often throughout the school year just on lunch. Um, I live – I work at a different school, at a high school now, and it's not near a Popeye's. And so, oh, like, I don't I – don't Moving on up. Often. Okay. I guess you could, you could call it that, but it's not really. Um, <laughs> but – I I was at the Popeyes, and this Popeyes is a Popeyes that I frequented a lot. And I've seen different. When I went in to get this chicken sandwich, I saw folks that ain't never been in a Popeyes in the Popeyes. <laughs> Can tell so much. Do not so. understand Popeye so etiquette. So. <laughs> like, yeah. What are you doing here? So I went inside. I went inside the Popeyes, right? And so I'm anticipating. Like I'm looking. I look in, and I'm seeing like just bodies. So I'm going in, and I kind of go in, and everybody's kind of standing off to the side. So I'm thinking, okay, they must have ordered, and they're waiting. And so I just walked mm-hmm. in, and there was a gap in the line. I just stood in it. So I'm standing there for about five minutes before I realized the people behind me is in line. And I'm like, no. y'all was in line? And they were like, yeah. I was like, well, y'all could have said something. I didn't, I, I didn't buzz y'all and everything. Y'all could have <laughs> told me. I would have walked off. I would, I'm not that dude. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'd have been like, a, y'all bet I not say a that. nine out on you or nothing like that. You just could have just been like, hey, man, we was in line. I'm like, oh, my bad. And I left. <laughs> First time Popeye. Popeye. You got to speak up. <laughs> yeah. Close off Cannot be polite. <laughs> yeah, like, this is Popeye. You can say, hey, bro, you, you stepped in front of me. I'm like, oh, my bad, bro. I, you got it. <laughs> I'm going to keep on moving. I'm going to get to the end of the We all here for chicken. It's all yeah. love. What um exactly? So was it was it was it worth the hype? I mean, better than Chick Fil A? So, 
so I ain't even I ain't even a Chick Fil A guy like that because of my politics. Okay. I, I've had Chick Fil A sandwiches, um, mm-hmm. and Chick Fil A sandwiches are solid. They're good. Mm-hmm. Chick Fil A sandwiches naked with no chick sauce is not worth it. Um, mm-hmm. The the chick sauce that they that comes with it sets the whole sandwich off for Chick Fil A. Um, Got the it. sandwich is really really good though. It is really really good. I don't know if it's better. I'm not that much of a chicken sandwich connoisseur where I can tell you it's better or anything like that. Sure. It's really good, okay. and when you have one, you will enjoy it. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> like, All right. I don't know if it's the life-changing experience that everybody made it out to be, but I liked it. It was good. I felt like I got my three ninety nine worth. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. At some point, I'm going to do it. I was like, I refuse to wait on a line. Um, my boy lives in Atlanta, waited online for... 45 minutes to get this sandwich and uh i was like yeah that's that's not happening for me so i'll get in there uh they're out now but uh the one time i passed by one down here in austin they were signed up no no chicken don't even don't even come inside talking about no chicken sandwich and so i was like (laughs) all right i'll come back i'll come back next week So funny story, man. I I went to Culver's the other day. Uh, I don't know if y'all have Culver's there. Culver's is a burger uh, place here in Wisconsin in the Midwest. I am familiar uh, with Culver's from my my days in in the shy. But yes, continue. Yeah. So we rolled. I rolled up on the Culver's, man. And why are they advertising the chicken sandwich? Man, nobody wants y'all wow. chicken sandwich, man. Wow. <laughs> trying to ride the really trying to ride the wave. Big box. Like you literally, know, like the they had a big box. The big box with like the sandwich of the week in it. They gonna put chicken uh-huh. sandwich, take a little chicken. Y'all been had that. We don't want that. If we wanted it, we would have got it months ago. I'm like, what that chicken sandwich? <laughs> like, if you have to advertise it, it's too late. Like, if Cafe come in to seek yeah. out your chicken sandwich, forget about it. They just trying to ride the wave. And that's bro. the brilliance of the whole Popeye the situation. <laughs> yeah. That is the brilliance yeah. of the whole Popeye situation. Is they didn't they didn't even advertise. That's what makes it so genius. It became a national yeah. phenomenon without a single commercial. Power fried chicken, bro. Could have told you. Oh man, you, hey, hey. <laughs> we gotta come up with something. We can't kill chicken fast enough. <laughs> they literally are like, we need to import some chickens from China so we can get these chicken sandwiches Seriously. back. Seriously. All right, so yeah, that man. that was my my little brother. I think. Uh, and we got some, so uh, I think we mentioned off the other, the common, a couple of people have hit me saying the common is legit. I did a quick okay. run through, like listen to 20, 25 seconds of every track, like just so I'm like, all right, maybe, you know, if this is an opus, uh, I want to, it didn't, nothing rang out to me, but I did not listen to one entire song. So uh, that's, that's on deck. Uh, I have not listened to Rick Ross. Uh, what else came out recently? Something else came out within the last couple of, uh, days. Or maybe there's rumors of, uh, oh, Kanye said he's coming out with something, but it hasn't come out yet. And I think Push is flirting with coming out with something as well. Yeah. Yep. So there's more coming. He dropped a couple of Lucy's. Um, Mm -hmm. for me, as far as like honorable mention, Jadena, um, Jadena's 85 to Africa album. Um, is one that I really, really like. Like, I feel like every now and again, you find an artist that kind of finds their groove and mm-hmm. they kind of like find their like cultural 
their like own little niche within hip hop, and he's kind of really embracing like the the African vibe, the cultural vibe that he has, the connection that he has being Nigerian. Um, he's yeah. really embracing that, and it's coming out musically and lyrically in what he's doing. And he's a really good songwriter, um, and I think that's where he really excels. I think he could improve lyrically, but as far as like creating a song and a vibe and adding a, a hook, a melodic hook to it, he's really good. Um, he's really good okay. at that. And so this album is one that is diverse. It's got a lot of different, you know, he draws some Afrobeat. He, he's got just some, like, some trappy sounds to it, and, and it, it's a good blend. Um, so I like it a lot. It's probably, it's the fifth one outside of Gibbs, Crit, Rhapsody, Little Brother, and then Jadena that I've been rocking to, and they've been getting me through this, the dog days of summer where there's no more basketball on TV, and I'm not watching baseball, and I don't do preseason <laughs> football. Um, so, uh, so it's been getting me through, man. Um, but I've been enjoying those. Uh, YBN Corday, his album, um, hmm. one of the young cats, it's solid. Um, it's solid. Uh, it, he, he's got some growing to do overall, lyrically, and yep. everything, but it's a solid album. Chance. Let's talk about Chance. Um, All right. Let's what were it. your thoughts on Chance's album? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, let's see. I. Um, it's got – it's a happy album. It's so happy. It's just one of the happiest rap albums I think I've ever listened to. And I want to give <laughs> I want to give him credit for like saying like I want to make an album that's about love and celebration and you know all that stuff. So um yeah, so I I listen to it while I work. It's a song it's it's a it's definitely an album I can listen to and have it in the background while I'm doing stuff. And it's never offensive. There's a couple of songs that I'm like, oh, this is catchy, but it's uh, it's really pop sounding, um, and uh, I don't know. It's, it sounded like it was he was really trying to make a popular album. And uh, after about five or six tracks, I was like, okay, so every song is gonna sound like this. Um, and so that I was surprised with. He still he can still rap. So that's why you you know I, I'll be in it'll be in the middle of like the eleven. It was also way too long. I'll be in the middle song and I'm like okay, and then he'll do a he'll do a hot sixteen in the middle of a song that I was kind of like this is a little boring, and then I'm like oh there he is, and then he's gone right. And so um, I know he was getting clowned <laughs> online for this album, and uh, I can see why, but it. I, at the end of the day, I'm like, this, this is fine. I don't, I'm, I don't love the album. I really like We Go High. We Go High to me is, I was like, this is a good song. Um, everything else, you know, it's fine. I, I don't love it. Don't hate it. It's, it, it's fine for Chance. Yeah, I, I, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> it's I over. Chance. I love everything that Chance represents. I love everything that Chance stands for. I just don't need to hear another song for for a little bit. Oh no! Oh no! He's at that point with me where I I, I got through like two songs and I was like, oh, not this again. Because some of the Lucy's that he's dropped, I've been like, what is this, man? Mm. Like, what are you doing? Because it's just like too poppy. 
too happy, yeah. and not even happy, just like too, just too bubblegummy. And I'm just like, <laughs> bruh, like, I feel you. You're you're in a great spot life-wise, but ain't nothing that good, man. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like, I, I like my I like my artist with a little bit of angst, a little a little just battling something. I I don't need you really like everything about my life is amazing. And all right, thanks y'all. And I'm like, oh boy, that's why it's like it's as yeah, a pop it, album is gonna it's gonna do fine. I'd play this it is at like it, a it ten year old fine. birthday party. Yes, someone's like, oh, we want fine. we want someone like, with with a little. With 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 some with some nice melody, some rap, but it's it's not gonna offend anybody here. And I'm like, oh, right. the big day. This is perfect. <laughs> yes, and so that's where I'm okay. And again, it's kind of like I'm okay that you know one of my guys, uh, he kind of put it best. He said, "I am very happy that Chance the Rapper exists. I just don't want to hear his music." <laughs> <laughs> like, no, he needs to be here. He needs to exist. We need to yeah. have this. It's just not for yeah. me. Um, and that's kind of where I'm at, and because we were both just just like, dude, what is this? This is this is not it. <laughs> so but who is like, it you know for? What? Like, who is it for? Not not a not me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess as you said, it's kind of like you know when when I think back to like when I first like got into hip hop, like stuff that like I could play loud and my mom wouldn't get mad, right? Mm-hmm. Kid and play. Um, mm-hmm. You know, some hammer. <laughs> DJ Jazzy you know Jeff. Saying? Fresh Prince. Yes. Yes. Fresh mm-hmm. Prince, Jazzy Jeff. Like, those are things that I could play. Your mom isn't going to get mad. And so, like, yeah. I think this is like that hip hop starter kit kind of mm. of an album. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, those are tapes that I bought at Kmart with, like, allowance money. You know what I mean? I walk to Kmart and be like, okay, let me, what they got here? All right, let me get this. Let me get this. I just, like, I want to check something out. I got a couple of bucks. Let me get. I'm 11. You know what I mean. Let me get this. Let yeah. me get this. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, and so that I think is what Chance album is. It is just like hip hop starter, the starter kit. Like, here's some rapping for you. <laughs> yeah. That won't. Yeah. That won't get you in trouble with your parents. I don't know. It's not for me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's got Randy Newman on the joint, man. I mean, that's the thing. Like, yeah. Chance is at the point now where no one is going to say no to him. And so, you know, so I appreciate him. Like, oh, Death Cab for Cutie, I want to get on a track with them. Oh, um, Randy Newman, I, you know, he's a legend. I want to get on there. So I was just like, all right, well, like, almost do it the way Kanye does it, where he's like, I'm going to bring in people who you don't expect. I'm going to bring in a symphony orchestra. But it's going to – but then I'm going to slow it down, put a – mean bass on it and we're gonna like rap like really rap and this yes seemed to maybe have that idea at the beginning and then maybe didn't have the guidance i don't know so yeah it's it's fine there there was a a parody going around about like here's the chance album in like 10 seconds and it was just a dude like "Ooh, i love my wife i love my wife Ow. And that was it, just playing that over and over again. And I was like, that's wrong. That's wrong. Come on. <laughs> but still, I get why, how you might say that. But it, it was it was brutal. So, yeah, Chance, he's going to yeah. tour the world, make millions of dollars, but I he, probably he won't listen fine. too much of this he's album. It's going to work out yep. really well. And, you know, yep. he has a great heart, and his philanthropy is on point. 
And so, yep. like, I hope he does amazing with this project. And I hope he continues to make more music. I just will not be listening to it. So, so something is good. I need to I need to hit you on a group text. Like, no, 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 for real, for real. The new chance. Listen. Yeah. Because you're yeah, not you're even checking like, for it anymore. Like, no, no, I will not even. I will not. It's gonna have to have mm-hmm. like crazy buzz and just like crazy okay. like hey, like this is his B. You know what I mean? Where Tom came back after Electric Circus and was like, I'm wiping yep. the floor with you suckers. <laughs> Yeah, Mad Lib is producing uh, it. You're like, oh, okay, hold on. Yeah, or okay. Alchemist or somebody. <laughs> yep, the Alchemist. That would be amazing. All yeah. right, we're gonna talk about Hove. Yeah, let's talk about Hove. Um, so I, I'll let you kick it off. Jay Z gets uh, with the NFL, uh, kind of developing uh, the music while also helping push forward the, the social, socially conscious um and uh you know social movement agenda that the nfl is trying to uh flesh out and develop and jay-z mm-hmm. partners everybody gets mm-hmm. mad so it's like he portrayed cap what are your thoughts i love i was waiting to hear you describe what exactly the nfl was trying to do the social justice platform <clears throat> yeah, I, I listened I to that and i was like i got nothing explain to me what the NFL what creating a social justice platform really means because uh, it, I, I can't I can't pan it down. So Jay Z, huge fan, not a stan but a fan. Uh, this is just a bad look, and I've, I'm I'm still, let's say, on the fence about it. I don't think I'm either extreme. I tend to be more of the pragmatic. I can see both sides of this. I can see what he's doing. I can see how maybe XYZ is happening. It just requires a huge amount of trust, faith, and goodwill to believe that this is a, that this is what he claims it to be. Right? I mean, it's just it just takes a little too much. He could have and he had the opportunity and I listened to that whole press conference with him and Goodell. And that was, that was awful. That was like, ah, uh, yeah, why are you doing terrible. this? Ah, you know, it's you know how how long every t- every time he said something, it was like, no, that's not it. No, no, that's not it. What is you know? And so I was like, the only thing that's gonna be is some money grab, right? And so where I've landed is, I think two things can be true at the same time. One, Jay Z is one of the few artists that actually does put his money where his mouth is. He does support folks. He he's philanthropic. He has shown himself to um to, to do these things that he cares about on the social justice platform, however you want to be. And at the same time, he is an opportunistic businessman. <laughs> and so uh those two things can both be true at the same time, and I think both of those things are true at the same time. I think this is an opportunity he couldn't turn down. Um, and he was like, well, if I'm, if you're going to throw the stack of money on it, I got to do X, Y, and Z because, you know, I got to be true to who I am and, or, you know, be good to the cause or try to make some difference. But people just will never believe that that came first. They'll just always believe the money came first and then the social justice piece came after. And, And until he can demonstrate or show this definitively, I think it's always going to be. Uh, a, a black eye for him. So 
I'll wait and see, and you know, maybe who knows what he'll become a owner and give Cap a job and all that craziness that people are talking about. Which I was like, really? You really think he's going to be a majority owner? That's next really? level chess. If that if that happens, that's next level chess. Maybe that's the only thing that would make people literally do the the Weebay from the wire look like, oh, Jay is really out here killing it, right? Like that. Oh, that is probably the only thing that's going to get that. Otherwise, people are like, no, you just you know, Rock Nation's a company. This is going to be a line in a song you make in a year and a half about how much you clear just off that. So, not a great look. Uh, I think it's two sides of businessman plus, you know, whatever he's trying to be right now with the dreads and everything. Um, so yeah, that's, I'm still a little ambivalent around it, but that's where I am right now. Yeah. I, I, I dig that. Um, and I think, I think your line of thinking aligns with mine for the most part. Um, you know, I, I don't. I I haven't watched the NFL since they said they didn't want my money, <laughs> so I'm not giving mm. it to them. I don't play mm. fantasy no more. And I was a diehard football guy, and once mm. they said that we rather listen to these old white folks, uh, rather than you know, and recognize we have a diverse fan base, I said, okay, look, their mm-hmm. their money is more important to you. That's cool, mm-hmm. and so mine mm-hmm. isn't, and so I will not give you my money. Um, and so that's the choice. That's the decision I've made. The thing that I yeah. got upset with this whole conversation. It's not even about Jay-Z doing what Jay-Z has done, but the narrative yeah. around this, that this is somehow like the NFL trying to appease whatever black audience they think they lost, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if, if you ain't watching football because of uh, – if you are still not watching football, right? I know people that stopped watching football because Kaepernick didn't have a job, and now those folks are back to watching football. And I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's, that's mm-hmm. cool. Do your thing. Mm-hmm. Um the people that still ain't watching football, they're not going to be moved by this. So you're not getting those people yeah. <laughs> with JC, yeah. right? So if yeah. this was the NFL trying to get that pe- those people back, that's not that one. It ain't gonna work like that, dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> this yeah. ain't that. This ain't that crowd. The people that are still out on the NFL, this ain't that crowd. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not gonna get those folks back by going to get Jay Z. Like, oh, that's what we was waiting on. Like we was waiting on you to go mm. get hoes, and we was gonna be like, oh, we mm. good now. You know what I mean? Like that 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 wasn't the move. That's insulting. Then media again. Yeah, it, it's not even insulting. It's just like, yeah, bro, that was if the the way people portrayed it as that that was gonna work. Like, nah, yeah, that's not gonna work. <laughs> that's not gonna yeah. work at all. <laughs> um, but then the 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 way it it again the narrative around it pit caps Kaepernick uh, and mm-hmm. his cause and Eric Reed and 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 their cause against Jay Z. I think it's just, I mean, that's like, you know, that's very like base level thinking. Like it, yeah. all those things can happen at once, right? And it right. doesn't have to be Jay Z's involvement is some sort of a diss to Kaepernick. Um, you have to have people infiltrating at all levels if you're really going to enact yeah. change, right? You yep. have to have people at the ground level. You have to have people at the mid mid management level. You have to have people at the upper tier levels of decision making to ultimately um, impact a system. Um, and so it's fine that he he's done that as it came mm-hmm. out as what it actually is. It's kind of like, that's what you're doing? Okay. <laughs> I mean, like, y'all going to sell some T-shirts? <laughs> yeah. So you go basically play in the Super Bowl, halftime show, and sell some T-shirts. <laughs> that's what we do at home. 
<laughs> I mean, but again, I, I, I had to send this on a couple of group chats we've discussed this, as, as you could imagine. It's been like a on two, a two year argument back and forth, and um, I saw the the piece about. Um, yeah, in Chicago, we're going to have Meek Mill and Rhapsody is one of the uh, artists <clears throat> that are going to be performing. And it's a free concert, but the proceeds are going to go to a certain charity. Right. And I was like, I think they just really think we're not paying attention. It's a free yeah. concert. What what proceeds? Well, okay, well, the NFL is going right. to pay – or advertisers are going to pay. I was like, okay, well then you could just cut a check. I don't need a Meek Mill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't need a Meek Mill uh, yeah. uh, performance as the impetus to give money. Just give money. And so I was like, this is right. It, it, it is. I guess I'm going to say I'm insulted. I'm insulted that they. Yeah, it, it, it's the, N- yeah, it's the NFL like, thinking. Oh, no, oh, hey. We get the blacks back, <laughs> as Trump would say. We get the blacks back. Look at Meek Mill. You guys love him. He's gonna perform for free, yeah. but the proceeds from Rhapsody. the performance are gonna go to a charity. I was like, we, so we, I, I, underst- I understand how money works. What are you talking about? A free concert with proceeds? I, I that made me so angry. I was like, what are y'all even talking about? So yeah, yeah, so that's, it's that's just that's a bad also why I just can't. That's also why I just can't rock with the NFL as a league and an organization. It's all the double speak. And the, yeah. and the uh, bait and switch that they do. I'm just like, yo, man, can y'all just, like, be transparent about what it is you're trying to do? <laughs> whether it's player never. discipline. They'll never be. Whether it, nope. w- whatever it is, just, like, be upfront about it, man. But that's not how they move. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> they can move like yeah. that. I'm just going to move over here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and outside of playing football, the product on the field hasn't been very good the last couple of seasons. Um, you know, mm-hmm. great players are always getting in. Just, you know, you can't count on the stars being available and other things like that. Um, mm-hmm. That have just kind of been like, eh, I don't want to watch the third string running back play. I want to, like, you know, there's there's a big part of sports is watching careers develop. And yep. when you have what was potentially the best quarterback prospect ever quitting at 29 because his body's, not responding wow. anymore. That's wild. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that. That's that's like that's hard on just being able to follow the game. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you got Tom Brady who's playing for 20 years, which is great, but you know he was blessed to come into the right kind of organization. Um, mm-hmm. And I think the game is trending more towards just short careers and and recycling people through, and that's just hard to follow and hard to really invest in. Um, and then it becomes about investing in the uniforms and the teams and, yeah. you know, 15 years of that, and then it's baseball. Yep. Which is what baseball, yep. you know what I mean? Then it's a regional thing where – but fantasy football is a different thing, but so was fantasy baseball at, at one time or another. Um, it, was a, it, was a, it was a thing that kind of kept people engaged in the sport. Um, so what's the I'm new, just, yeah, what's the new fantasy? Football. You on hockey now, lacrosse? What you no, I do fantasy basketball, and that's it. Fantasy that's basketball. It. I do okay. fantasy hoops. But that's even hard. It is hard because it's such a long season and so many damn games. <laughs> yeah, so I was like the lineup. That's why I was There's out of baseball. Like the they were like every day. Yeah. 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 Every yeah. day I got to see. Oh, football. It's just like, okay, Sunday I got to be, yeah, I got to be locked in by Thursday. You know what I mean? And that's also the other thing with the NFL is just the oversaturation. Like, let's get back to Sunday and Monday. Now I sound mm-hmm. old and, like, pure. You do. But I'm not. You are definitely I, I get don't care that much. <laughs> okay. All right. I just don't care that much. But I like I like it when it was like that. You know what I mean? Right. 
Um, but Enough yeah, said. I'm with you. Like, like, are we are we really going? You know, Meek Mills and Rhapsody and throw some rappers out there, and we're we're good now. <laughs> that's what that's what it feel like the NFL is saying. Look, man, we got rappers now. Like, we got rappers, and we're giving away to charity. Are we good now? <laughs> you forgive me. Will you come back? I promise. I'm, I'm a changed man. I'm a changed man. I promise. Right. I got a gold tooth and everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, wait. Let's wait and see. Let's wait and see. Jay Z. Jay Z might might still surprise us, man. Come on. Come on. Well, that's the other. Well, that's the other piece about it, right? So, money in Jay Z's pocket is pretty good, though. That's that's the piece that I try to remind people of. Is that like this isn't a person who has, you know, not come into the room and repped when he's had opportunities. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's, yep. he's, he stood on his principles when he had, has had opportunities. What I think people tend to forget is one of his principles is I can't be one of y'all. I can't help y'all and be one of y'all. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I he, he does he has not lie to us. I can yeah. Back. He, he has been like, genuine. He said as much, right? <laughs> right. None of this he, is surprise. He, he said as much. He mm-hmm. said as much, you know, I can't help the poor if I'm one of them. <laughs> yeah. Deep. So that's also one of the principles that he stands on, and so people got to recognize that and understand that this is a dude that that is a business, yeah. <laughs> and he is about business. And business is business. Capitalism is cutthroat, I, yeah. and, and that's yeah. what he is engaged in to the fullest. And so, uh, sure, there will be some some kickback because there always mm-hmm. has been kickback, and I think that's the one mm-hmm. thing we can count on is that money in his pocket is going to come back into communities and towards causes that matter. And that's the yep. solace that you can take. And, you know, I feel like as long as he feels like he got compensated well enough by the NFL for them to leverage his brand, mm-hmm. they leveraging him. I don't care. <laughs> it's not my name. Yeah. They leverage. As long yep. as he's comfortable with it, you know what I mean? Hey, more power to him. You know what I mean? Um, because they were definitely that that press conference was not a good look for me. Like, can Goodell ask you some questions <laughs> instead of sitting oh, there I... nodding as you dodge all these bullets? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know I mean, it was definitely one of those situations where Goodell was sitting there like, "Yeah, my black friend is telling you everything. I I think exactly <laughs> what he thinks. My black yeah. friend. <laughs> I agree with him wholeheartedly. Let's get yeah, out me of and here. Ho, we're eye to eye, man. <laughs> we're sitting right next to each other. This is my. We're on the same page. Uh, I guarantee they would have given Goodell that mic. Goodell would have turned his. What he said. (laughs) That would have been a Goodell. Hey, what he said. All of it. It's like, I'm not messing this up. Y'all ain't going to get me telling on myself out here. I'm just, yep. What what Mr. Carter said is uh, we're about 100%. All right. Yeah. It's the rock and the shield, baby. Oh man, the rock and the shield, really? Oh man, all right, I can't talk about this anymore. Now I'm getting sad. <laughs> oh man, we're coming up on closing out this one, man. Um, anything that you're looking for coming out? You know, you mentioned Pusha. We're both Pusha. Yeah. I'm a stand. I'm a Pusha stand. Like, yeah, you know, uh, I'm I'm waiting, waiting with bated breath. On that, anything else you're excited about that will potentially be dropping in the near future? Uh, I'm somewhat interested in this Kanye a little bit. Ah, maybe not. Maybe I'll just I keep talking myself into it. Obviously, I, I still can't quit him. Um, other than that, music-wise, I haven't really heard many other things. Is there uh, 
is there a secret album that's going to drop that uh, we don't know about? But see, this is the thing. Like, if you would have told me a little brother's going to drop an album, I would have been like, no, they're not even in the studio together. And then it happened. So there's going to be a surprise. I'm looking forward to a surprise. Maybe Jay Electronica will finally come out. <laughs> Jay Electronica. <laughs> still holding that, that candle, bro. I'm still holding that candle. I'm keeping that light on forever. Right. Because it should be glorious. It should be glorious. <laughs> After go. this long of a wait, it should be glorious. And it, it, we're waiting on album one. <laughs> oh, God. All right. <laughs> the EP don't count? We're not, we're not counting uh, it, the extended mixtape EP. EP? No? <laughs> it's an EP. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's not a long play. It's not a long play. <laughs> but, but Kendrick is due. Um Mm. So I, I expect a secret something to, to drop from him. He's he's about mm-hmm. due to release something. Um, I hear Quali and Most Def are, are working with Mad Lib on the Black Star album. This is true. So we'll see that, if that if anything comes from that. Huge skepticism. I mean, I, I yes, I could not talk myself into even beginning to contemplate a, a second Black Star album, having heard. Yeah. Yasin Bey rap. Yes. Just yes. uninspiredly for the last however yes. many years. So yes. yeah, that's not on my radar. You 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 are going to have to tell me if that album's good. <laughs> that's I, I, that's I how out of it I'm on. <laughs> I don't know so if I will happen. Between between right. most deaf, Yasin Bey, I'm calling him Mama mm-hmm. name of most, I'm calling him most. <laughs> <laughs> Dante. <laughs> Black Dante. <laughs> uh, between where he's just at artistically and then like Quali's Twitter persona, I'm just kind of like real shaky on both those two characters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I just get mad at Quali for like arguing with just like, dude, why are you going back and forth on Twitter like angrily, like with just random human beings, like. You don't have to explain. You, you just don't have to Maybe, explain to huh? people sometimes. <laughs> Maybe Mad Lib can be that dude. That's that's all. I, Maybe this, this, I'm holding Maybe. out a little bit of hope, but not much. Because if Quali can't handle some random dude in Nebraska throwing him off, <laughs> most is gonna be all over the place. <laughs> I just can't Pick record a song I just can't and then be on Twitter for an hour and a half. Like I wish this what what it's like we gotta get back in the booth. Right. No, 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 hold on. Someone nah, on the nah, internet nah, nah, thinks nah, I'm man. wrong I got, about I got, something. I got these. I'm, I'm coming at these racists right now. I got these. I got these colonizers on the ropes. <laughs> <laughs> I got them on the ropes, man. I'm about to shut them down with this next tweet. You can't <laughs> shut these people down. <laughs> you cannot. <laughs> you can have the most profound tweet in the world. They're gonna keep coming. Gosh. It's Twitter. <laughs> oh man. Well, this has been real, man. I appreciate the time, uh, and we'll check back in. Hopefully, within a month or two, some a couple of other things, a couple other things will drop that'll get yeah. us inspired, and we'll hop in and we'll give you another 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 sixty minutes of, of funk to to yeah. rock out to. <laughs> there we go. All right, man. I appreciate you. Take it easy. Those of you right. out oh, there actually, listening, we're out. Hold on, one last you thing. You got time. Um, I'm going to be in Madison in oh. October. 
So okay. let's get let's let's get on the calendar and figure yeah. out the first yeah, hustle and flows in, in person. <laughs> in person. <laughs> Make it happen. Yes. Let's 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 do it. Let's do that. That's October. All right. I bet. I'm clearing it. You let me know the days. I will, I will make time, and we will link. All right, bro. All right, brother. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.